It's a stupidly small podcast. It's Friday, September 7, 727. Hello, Lauren Clark. Isn't it Friday the 8th? Is it? Oh, well, I got the year wrong, the dates wrong, and almost <laughs> the date. It is the 8th, I'm sorry, as I look at my phone. Hello, uh, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. It is the end of the week. It's been a long week for us. We've done a full uh, week, first one in a long time, so let's get through it today and get to the footy tonight, Lauren Clark, because oh, the Tigers take on the Cats. Very excited. I'm pumped. If you're from Australia, you may, or from the Southern States, you may realise it's AFL finals time. I'm very hot and cold in the football. But at this stage of the year, uh, when your team is in a decent position for the first time in almost your lifetime, it's time to package away your negativity and start imbibing the positivity and roll around in it and rub it all over yourself and just take it away. It's at this point mm. in the um, episode, if this were an episode, where um. we would hear or go back in time music. Uh-huh. And then we would hear you this time last year or was it this time the year before? What do you mean? Going, this time oh, no, year I'm finals. officially over. It's officially over. I am not ever doing football again. Never again. Never anything. No, I've never really liked the game. Don't like the game. Don't like the team. Don't football. like anything. Don't like anyone. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't like it. It's all the worst. Mm-hmm. That well, makes it is me most of the time. so worried for your like mental health going into this. I mean, look, I looked at a photo that I think you put up. I think it yeah. might have been a video, but it was just a still of something and you were like, oh, my God, I'm so excited or something right. um, in student language. And, yes. uh, you know, in other words, in the good. Anyway, and I saw <laughs> it, it easy, yeah. and it was – it made me nervous. Oh me. My. Because – Well, you're a tiger. You're a Richmond tiger. Well, no, so because you, you and your housemate and actually a few other people mm-hmm. I know are diehard. Diehard Richmond fans. Mm. And if you don't know what we're talking about, it doesn't matter. Diehard anything fans, yeah. you know. Um, Nick Hornby writes about this kind of thing all the time. Like oh, you, just, you, you throw yourself into into. Did we interview him? No. We did, didn't we? No, we didn't. Did he write uh, Train Spotting? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who's that guy? That would have been a great book. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Who wrote Train Spotting again? Uh, don't put me on Dylan the spot. Dylan Wel- Irvine Welsh. Irvine Welsh. Yeah, we interviewed yeah. him. We did interview him, yes. Yeah, he was a nice guy. He was, but no, we did not. <laughs> he did not. Train Spotting was not written by the guy that writes <laughs> Hugh Grant movies. <laughs> right, okay. Well, I got it right in the end. Come on, give me you, some credit. You know, you Thank totally you. did. You remembered Irvine yeah. Welsh when I couldn't remember. Anyway, yeah. um, Point being, what's the point? Oh, yeah, I, the investment, the level of pain and anxiety that goes into supporting, yes. like, and money mm-hmm. that goes into supporting a I team. cut all that back this year, though. I, I cut it right back. And in the, for and then, the first time. And then time, your team went well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for the first time ever. Like, that's going to be the secret. Just do, like, do opposite George. And, like, because every other year I would have been, like, a walk-up start to guaranteed final six. Now I'm queuing oh, with the plebs and no. praying and bashing tables oh. and, and uh, <laughs> doing everything I can. But I've, I've scored uh, amazing tickets for tonight. So, fingers crossed it doesn't rain. I've got uh, level two, which is lovely, front row. Level two, row A. And the tickets are worth… MCG? Uh, like, MCG, yes, of yeah. course. They cost uh, $90 face value and I can, I can get 450 each from uh, online, but I'm not going to sell them. We're going to go to the game and we're going to savour it. Anyway, oh Lauren Clark, gosh. so we thought this Friday, being our first Friday in a long time, 
uh, except for the last Friday. But what if you get – like what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is that you is that you get all the way to the grand final and the, then you lose. Do you know what I mean? Like no, is it worse to, to almost – No, we've got to make the grand final. We've got to – look, a, a little um, hoodoo uh, of the Tigers of late of the last few seasons has been that we can't win a final. We can make them yeah, and, and then not you, win. And then you fall. Okay? Like, yeah. It got to the point where we came eighth and uh, – the team that came ninth, who even shouldn't have even been in the finals, but they got there because uh, Essendon, you know, there's a whole drug scandal. Anyway, so they played us and they beat us. So a team from outside right. the finals knocked us out of the finals. <laughs> That's how dire it had become. So this right. year is our first time in a long time that we've uh, uh, entered, uh, finished the season in the, in the top four. We yeah. came third. And it means we have at least a double chance. We have two finals we can potentially lose. Right. So uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's exciting. It's good. The, Look, the, uh, the, there's extra trains coming from the country, taking straight to the I ground, actually, us country folk. Somebody who you kind of are used to like sport, um, watching it and stuff, and I love playing it. Mm-hmm. But when I w- but but for somebody who's like, ugh, the whole thing's a bit gross for me now, I love reading sports writing. Love it. And is, yeah, sure. What do you oh, well, like yeah, about no, it? I mean, like, good what, sports writing. Yeah, but I what's mean, good sports writing? And well, what sport are you love, talking about so specifically? The, the thought, nothing. It doesn't matter. It can be, you know, the guy that the, the Grantland guy. What's his name? Bill Bill Simmons. Somebody. Simmons. Oh, I didn't read any Grantland. It stuff. can be. That's finished now, hasn't it? It's all wound up. Yeah, but he's still exists in some else, form. Yeah. Um, and and you know, he would write about American sport, but it would still just the way he described it. Flanagan Martin, Martin Flanagan writes Recently I reckon retired. sometimes Yes, but I reckon he sometimes writes about the thing that I just described, that kind of psychology of like you know how mm. like ordinary humans who are like things like, you know, lawyers and things that involve like only dealing in practicalities on the weekend that just all goes to the wind and they're like completely hys- hysterical kind of like believers in mm. you know um kind of what's the word where you believe crazy stuff that isn't true like you know i, uh. I like you well, like what you just said all this time i've i've always um spent lots of money and invested lots and this year i cut it back and now we're making the finals mm. so, uh, so superstitious is the word i mean you know oh, okay. but people who are kind of you know quite not like that in their everyday lives. When it comes to sport and this kind of narrative of like human um, sort of like battles of um, uh, community, it's it's got to do with community, but it's also got to do with it's kind of like… You're talking about tribalism almost? Yeah, all that stuff. I find that fascinating. Like I could read good writing about that kind of thing, not just repeating all that crap. Like I've just done a really bad job of. Hmm. But ah, uh, it's there's some and Hornby Nick Hornby writes really well about um the guy Arsenal from and, yeah the guy the train spotting guy writes yeah. incredibly well okay <laughs> about, about British football okay pretty good for a Scotsman but that's and he, and he and he writes about music as well and and he also writes he used to have a column where he wrote about the act of reading books oh and my he God. very meta Nick. Is yeah, it, but that's how everyone so, says meta these days. That's but the he's thing so now. like that's what. What so do you think meta. sports writing is if it's not meta? Oh, Honestly. it's meta. Oh, could you not? We, could you not say it like that? Meta. It's meta. Why? Because no. it's. You, do you no, know you my? Make, you're overposhing your metas. Do you know what my kid did the other day? Oh, not the other day. Ages ago, came back from school and mm-hmm. said, um, and you know she she was speaking. She 
speaks quite clearly posh. and everything. Mm. But she's not posh. Well, she's got she's, a married Hey, 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 we're not accent. talking about my kid. We no, are not, not talking about my kid. We no, don't talk about my kids. Because you but, said she speaks posh. Shush. But she did come back and she said, and I thought this was I classic. I thought you were talking about your kid. Hey, psst. This is classic Australian. Came back from school and said, um, and I said, and who are all the people that you were hanging out with? And she said, uh, there was Samantha and there was Ren and there was, you know, Sunny. And, there she, and she said, and there was Greta. And I said, well, it's Greta. And she said, no, her name is Greta. <laughs> and she <laughs> thinks this chick's name is Greta and she will not be corrected. Well, she's and right. I, and, and she's right. Like all the kids call this kid Greta. <laughs> Greta, that's <laughs> if your you name. Call your, if you're thinking of calling your soon-to-be-born child Greta, <laughs> Greta, just be aware they're going to be known as Greta. You're getting better with Greta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, Lauren Clark, it is yes. our Friday and we should move it along because yep. we've both got busy days. But I thought for today we'll make, we won't – oh, actually, I want to pause. Now, at, at this nine-minute mark, I want uh, the jackpot. Hello, jackpot. Oh, hi, put, jackpot. You ready? I want yep. to put in – the uh, the Shiver Me Tinkies promo or sting now. Shiver Me Tinkies. Thank you, Stiggy. Oh, wow. Now, because what we're doing is pushing it along because I've got there's some Shiver Me Tinkies. It's hey? being told what to do. If there's one thing Stiggy loves, it's being told what to do. Yeah. Well, what do you want me to do? Sign By it? us. Sign no, it? No, no, no. no. Anyway, anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah that's no, great. I'm, make, I'm making the jackpot part of the show. It was super, super smooth and he'll love you for it. Yeah. Come uh-huh. on, we're going. We're shiver me tingies. Shiver me tingies. Well, we love the – and thank you to the Cantankerous for the – was it the Cantankerous that made that one? Uh, no. One of our in-house producers? Was it someone else? I don't think else? it was. Again, was it the Cantankerous who made shiver me tingies? No. No, it was somebody else. Somebody else amazing. If you made, if you made the shiver me tingies <laughs> theme song, please let us know. Yes, could anyway. you? Continue. Anyway, all yep. right, the tingies. Now I'm going to do. Can I do a list of tingies for you to get yeah. you going oh for your God. weekend? Oh my God, you've got and a list of tingies. You are of tingies. I'm this pumped. This is what happens when you're in the finals. Oh my God. Yeah, and can we, since we're getting meta with Greta, and I, yeah. we can also get meta. How do you say meta? Meta. Meta. Because meta. it's got a T in it. Okay. Well, we can also get meta with Greta because wow. uh, no, to balance the football of tonight. Yeah. I'm going to go and see a David LaChapelle exhibition on Sunday. So we'll, we'll bookend the weekend with a little bit of culture mm. and a little bit of footy tonight. Okay? Is that fair yeah. enough? Does that make me a bit more balanced? Yeah, no. We're allowed to enjoy a bit of diversity in our entertainment. Always good. Yeah, great. Well, it's good that LaChapelle brings his work to regional Victoria, I say. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> because uh, uh, it's, it's the first uh, showing in Australia of his stuff, so it's going to be quite good. We have to go to another town, so we're going to pack the car and uh, drive across country, but it's going to be fun nonetheless. Now. Yes. Uh, what? The car. We do, Are you well, going to ring we... up ahead and ask about parking? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. continue. Well, this, well, you know, what's nothing wrong with being organised, is there? Now. Nothing. First thing, Lauren Clark. Yes. And this only came to me on Wednesday evening, maybe Thursday. Yeah. And I was sitting there working away, freelancing. Thank you, Lauren Clark. And mm-hmm. what we did, what I did, mm. was notice, oh, what's the time? Six o'clock. Six yeah. p.m. Okay. Yeah. Actually, almost time to pull the whistle and, and knock off for the day and have a cup of tea. And the... uh whistle. Lauren Clark, can you get your no, no, just I've never heard Paul the whistle. Mind. Yes. Anyway, continue. Yes, continue. Uh, well, Lisa, oh God. Six o'clock. Shh. Six o'clock. No, moving along. Moving and I've just realised. 
Yes. That it's almost daylight savings. And that oh. gave me a major tingy. Oh, a major tingy. Hey? Major tingy. Can you get DSTs? What are DSTs? Daylight savings tingies. Oh. <laughs> Surely. You, I think David, daylight savings tingies are a whole thing. For sure. Yes. Yep, for sure. That, so that's a whole subsection in itself because then you add the minor tingies below that uh, the heading like uh, barbecues, Friends, oh, cold frisbee, drinks, frisbee, frisbees, frisbees for me. and oh. there, were, there was talk in the, of the in the week of having frisbees part of the Olympics soon or something. So. Was there? Yes, oh, I was thinking, is... Lauren Clark. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to practice frisbee, and we can maybe play in the old people's games now that you're in your forties? I would love to play frisbee in the old people's games. Would you? Uh, yeah. Can you play doubles? Is it like doubles teams? Well, it depends what sort of frisbee you're playing. So if you're playing frisbee golf, or mm. you could play, play ultimate frisbee. Which in you know, old people, you know, gee, you'd have to, <laughs> you'd have to uh, really look after yourself if you're doing that, um, or just. You do you can think just that's do... a stupid name for old people's frisbee? Ultimate frisbee, like it's really saying if you have a crack at this, no, no, no that's but it's it. not. You're gone. That's not an ultimate. No, no, ultimate frisbee is basically frisbee rugby, right? It's right. the one I played when I lived in Boston. Remember, I was in the Boston College Women Ultimate Frisbee team. Oh. I did, and I was in the Wisbe, wi- oh, you were on a frisbee scholarship. I wasn't over. That'd be amazing. See, those were my dreams. I would have loved that. They give you a tingy. Yeah, well, you know what? I I get sort of retrospective for other people tingies about things like, and I know that you whatever you know more about this than I do, and well, that I you do. may have thoughts about it that I've I don't got encompass of this. About it. What are but you listen, about? <laughs> the the women's football becoming a thing. When I was a kid, when I was about in year seven and year eight, and my dad and I used to go down, and speaking of the, of DSTs, Mm -hmm. we would go down to the, uh, there's an oval in Greensboro down on, anyway, we used to go there and we used to just throw the Frisbee until Power Road. We used to throw the Frisbee until like, uh, it was dark. It's oval on Power Road. It's behind Power Road. I knew you were going to say that. God, you're a pain. I don't remember the name of the road that <laughs> well, you go just, down. Anyway, I'm listen. So I'm throwing a frisbee until it gets dark. Right. We would go down there and we would kick a football until it got dark. And we would do all both of these things. And I loved both of them so much with all of my passion went into these things. Mm-hmm. And I would have quite, my dream would have been for somebody to turn up and go, hey, Want to come play with us? You know, we're like we play, and but I never could. Mm-hmm. And now that is a thing that people can do. Like, and Oz Kick is a thing that you can do as a girl that will actually become. You can keep doing when you're a woman. Like uh, that is amazing to me. That's the kind of thing I remember my grandmother telling me about. You know, mm. old old people style is how much things have changed. Well, that's already happening. That's already happening for people who, and frisbee is a different thing because it's there sort of isn't. Frisbee. I mean, I, my dream did come true when I got to play in Boston. I played ultimate frisbee and I loved it in a team, and it was the best thing ever. Mm. Um, but then I came back and it wasn't in anywhere here except on weekends when you hang, hang with your mates. But um, I, the, the fact that there are now things that where you can do that, I just love it. I see, okay. I see it, and I just imagine old little little me going, having that little dream that I couldn't even have. It wasn't even a thing for anyone. And how it's a sort of sappy, happy, sad feeling. Sappy, sad feeling. Sappy, Do you know what I mean? It's a yeah. bit. 
It's a bit like, oh, you I wish that chance. was a thing I could have done. But mm. now Frisbee's in the goddamn Olympics. There's every chance you wouldn't have been good enough, though. So. Go to hell. Anyway, yeah. so okay. what's your third Next, tingy? Well, well, what's my first one? First one was uh, Daylight Saving. Second, oh, we, we, we'll Sorry, put down yeah. to footy finals. So that's second, right? Yeah, okay. So you're yeah. right. So third tingy. Yeah. Right? And there's only a photo I was looking at uh, only yesterday, actually, and it gave me the greatest tingy. Uh, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely photo, and I, I, I would hope you put a link up to it, Lauren Clark. Uh, and it's a very yeah. simple uh, photo. What but is it's it the <laughs> what? Um, you, whatever it's it is. It's not Samantha like... Fox, if that's what you're thinking. No, it's <laughs> no, actually it's a legitimate photo yeah. okay, uh, of uh, a picture of the earth taken. Uh, oh. It's an iconic picture of the earth taken on December 7th, 1972. Oh. Um, uh, now, I've forgotten the gentleman's name who was on, I think it was on the Apollo 17 mission off the top of my head, but yeah. it was uh, also taken by the, the gentleman who passed away, but he was the last man to walk on the moon, the last human to walk on the moon, and he took mm. a photo of the Earth, and, it was, and it's considered one of the greatest photos of the Earth uh, taken from space because it captured so many, uh, so many aspects of the planet. It was, I think, one of the only photos that uh, it captured as a 360 rather than just having... Part of it illuminated, if you know what I mean. Is or it famous? Section. Yes, it is. It is, it is yeah, is. it has a certain one. name. But if you can just put it, if you can just put into your links, uh, photo of the Earth, December 7, <laughs> 1972, There will be only one image that comes up of the of the, of the Earth. Okay, so that's a tingy. When you see photos of our planet from space, yeah. It, it number one, I think, out of all of the planets in our solar system, it is the most beautiful planet. Okay, uh, yeah. um, and I'm saying that as an Earthling, of course, but I am also saying it uh, as an observer of the stars, and I think it, it is the it quite easily the most beautiful-looking planet. You you know, you forget your rings and your hot, flaming volcanoes of um, pain. This Sweet has got gorgeous. it all. Uh, beautiful clouds. Uh, the oceans look fantastic. Yeah. The, the the mountain ranges and if you the get on the clear day, the green all just yeah and no, amazing, amazing looking planet so it really I mean, all the Martians and everyone else that look down go and you can understand why they say man I wish we were down there on Earth because that's beautiful <laughs> so there's Tinky number hey, three yes before you because you've just reminded me of something mm-hmm. um I don't even know if I've said this to you but if you were ever like if you like photos good photos and probably people who like good photos will know about this but there's a thing that uh, I think the Boston Globe do, which is called the big picture. And okay. it's all, it's, it, they collate photographs and they're always stunning mm. of events. So if there's been a recent event, like, you know, the floods yes. and stuff, um, and there have been floods all around the world, which have been ignored, of course, and, but the, the, I'm talking about Hurricane Harvey. And they in went instance. in America, yes. Exactly. Um, and, but they also do, they do them from around the world as well. But they are, there are just some extraordinary photos. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you'll be... disaster porn? Oh, no, but they're fun. They're amazing ones. Like the world... I'm just looking now. Right. World Aquatics Championships photographs, you know. Um, mm. the, the, is there anything worse than photos of uh, synchronised <laughs> synchronized swimmers? No, that's not bad. That's hilarious. Are you kidding I think, me? I think if I see another photo of a synchronised swimmer, I'm going to give up on the Olympics, really. It, you it's are just, so They've got those nose plugs and their big eyes boy. and their plastic heads. It's terrible. Yeah, it's so silly. I think your problem is with the sport, not the photographs of the sport. No, anyway. no, because you see them, they're in double and, and they look stiff and they've got these stupid facial expressions. And no, for ridiculous. the record, it is not a sport. Continue. Oh, my God. Um... 
uh, this one's got like graduating, a uh, graduating, some graduating ceremonies because everybody graduated at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's got like, you know, it, it's really got some stunning, stunning photographs. And it goes back for, you know, a long time. So, so it's the Boston Globe, s- is it? If you search it, yeah, it's Boston Globe. I think Boston Globe runs this. Yeah, Boston Globe, yeah. Text it's me called The Big Picture. You? Okay, The Big Picture, Boston yeah. Globe. Can you put a link up for that for us, Lauren? I shall. Look, we've got to get moving. So I'd like to finish on one more that we can all participate in for the weekend. Yeah. Except for you, okay? Uh-huh. And we can't, yeah, you won't get involved. In Did I tell you that? What's that? I'm oh, you're going to be in the bus. You're going to be in the yeah. bus. That's right. Yeah. Well, you could take this away as a snack, but you're too much of a snob to walk into a coal store. Now, that Lauren Clark, yes. Yeah. But can I suggest that you do before you go on your little bus trip this weekend? Mm. Because um, they've got like, in most coal stores now, they've got like the nut section where mm. you self serve nuts, right? So everyone's going the gourmet uh, raw deluxe mix. And yeah. typing in the uh, code for uh, <laughs> desiccated coconut yeah. and uh, bypassing that crazy $35 a kilo price tag they have on the nuts. Yeah. But they've got a product in there at the moment that I cannot get enough of. Oh, and yeah. I'm on a bit of a health kick. But this is this has mm. sort of become my cheeky little treat of an end of an evening with a cup of tea. Mm. And I only have a certain amount of it. But it's I think it's called Choc Coffee Crunch. Okay, right. And what it is is a mixture, as all of their nut assortments are. Mm. Uh, of, but this one's just got these like chocolate. Well, to, to almost quote Chef from South Park, chocolate mm. salty balls. Yeah. It's uh, they're like a, almost like a covered pretzel, but it's like a choc ball, like a Maltese's shape that mm-hmm. has and then it releases beautiful salt flavor. Then they've got uh, one oh, one week. Oh. You're telling us we're not allowed. To, if we eat pizza, we're supposed to, you know, scrape the cheese off it with our teeth or something because it's too fattening. And then That's you're right. telling us. No, but this is, this contains dried <laughs> fruit, nuts, and um, this choc coffee concoction that they make as well. Oh, My wow. point being, and it's all yeah. dark chocolate. It, it's a bit of a healthy, cheeky snack. Mm. If you okay, yeah, and well, it, you know, it's salty and sweet. They're two greatest combos in history. Oh, great. Excellent. All right, good So don't tip. forget that. The Choc Coffee Crunch at your local coal supermarket. <laughs> friendly retailers. This week's stupidly small podcast sponsor, no, Lauren no. Clark. <laughs> we actually have got a podcast sponsor for next week, but we can talk about that next week, Lauren Clark. I I've been doing a lot of work you. down in the sponsorship department. Uh, in other words, somebody emailed you. Good one, Stu. <laughs> um, I will look forward to that and see yeah. if it actually happens. But it will. Um, it's been an excellent uh, week of being uh, having some ludicrous conversations with you, if nothing else have a nice weekend and if i survive the bus i will be back uh with you on monday now if you don't survive the bus can you just let people know where they can find us to uh send uh, cards they can go to stupidlybig.com to do we're stupidly big uh, on facebook on twitter on instagram and in itunes where you can give us a rating and a review please go along and do so if you haven't um it's really great to get reviews there from people especially if you're new and we haven't heard from you Farrell, will I see you on Monday? Yes, I will. Yes, you will. Good luck on the weekend. Good luck tonight. Go Tikes. Yeah, it's tonight, is it? Whoops, I didn't pay attention. Okay, bye. Bye.